Welcome to the Gardens Podcast. This message titled Selah was given by Darren Roundson on April 10th of 2011. Hey, my name is Darren. I'm one of the pastors here. And usually, I got to cheer. Awesome. Um, one person loves me. Thank you, Andy. Love you. No, I know I got some cheers. Um, usually what happens now is we, we go right into a message, but... Um, you know, one of the things that we really want to do is be a church that's led by the Holy Spirit. And sometimes that he throws some things that don't really go into our plans. I kind of mentioned that earlier. But this morning we had, have plan, we've had plans to just kind of share some testimonies. Um, just for those of you that weren't here, last weekend we had a guest speaker, a friend of mine from London that came out. And he did a three-day kind of discussion on the, the Holy Spirit and mainly the theology and practice of the ministry in the Holy Spirit. And it was a great time for those of you that got to participate in it. We had some incredible moments where God just really solidified things in our community. God was doing a lot of healing. God was just breaking down walls and, and um, just kind of doing what God does when you allow him the space to be God. Have you guys struggled with that? Sometimes it seems like when we box God into our theologies or our limited experience, it seems like we limit his ability to come in and actually do what he wants to do in our own lives. Maybe some of you aren't like that, but that's definitely my journey in, in understanding the Holy Spirit where I really put God in this really nice, neat box. I didn't want it to get crazy. I didn't want it to get messy. And I, I had this very interesting view of, of, oh, that probably the Holy Spirit and all those things that you read about in the New Testament, that was for the first century. And that died off with the apostles. I had that view um, when I was 18 and 19 years old. And then all of a sudden I began to experience things that I could not explain apart from God moving here and now from the Holy Spirit. And so what we experienced for most of us that participated is we just got to allow God to unleash himself in our lives. And, and he did some stuff. And so what today what I wanted to do is allow some space for our whole body to just have a, a quick voice into here's what God did in my life. So we're going to have a time of stories. And I know some of you this is... This, we get tense and, and we're kind of worried, what, what are people going to say? Um, but hey, this is going to be a fun time. We do this all the time back when we started. It's just a time for us to be family and hear from one another. One of our, our deep kind of values is that we really want to see the priesthood of all believers. That means that if you say yes to Jesus, that you're called to be a priest, you're called to be a missionary, you're called to participate in the body. And this is a place where the body has to participate. So here's what I want to say, a couple of ground rules. We're going to just invite people up to share their stories. I would love a line to form, and I'm going to hold the microphone. Um, that means you cannot hold it and run away. And I will be pulling it back and asking questions, asking you to hurry up. I want as many people to speak as possible. I really do. And, and this is just to honor the people that have stories to share. So here's what I would love for you guys to do. No, I'm not going to allow you to go longer than a minute. We don't need the whole backstory. We just need to know in a brief summary, what did God do? in your life? And how does it show him moving? How does it show him being honored? Does that make sense? So if you could say it in two sentences, what, what, is, what is your story and what does it relate to with God? Um, so that's what I'm going to have you guys come and do. It's almost like, it, it's like the testimony in the New Testament where the blind guy goes, all I know is I was once blind and now I see. That's a pretty quick testimony and it's very powerful. So um, I've already asked some people to come forward. And, and share, and so um, I'm just going to wait, but if you guys don't mind, just line up, come stand. If you have a story to share, we want to get you guys coming up, so just stand up right now. Come on. Come on, yeah, just, we'll get in the line. Yeah, we got first, way to go, way to go, yep, yep, keep them coming. We'll just, 
have everyone stand up here and just feel the weight of everyone looking at you. All right, so give us your name and, and, and begin the story. Go ahead. Okay, um, my name is Jenny, for those of you who don't know me. Um, hi. My experience was um, last week, there was a point where John was talking and he kind of paused and he said, you know, I just can't get out of my mind. Um, this impression of, of depression and of an eating disorder. And um, what he didn't know is that right then I had been really crying out to God and asking um, asking that he meet me in those two specific areas, which are things that I've dealt with kind of in the margins of my life, kind of in a, a more hidden way um, since for years now, since my sophomore year in high school. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a point where I was, I, you know, speaking of kind of being desperate, like you were saying this morning, I really was there. Um, and I was like, okay, God, I'm, I'm aware of these things in my life, but I don't have the power to change them. I don't have the power to transform myself and, and to fix it. Um, and really at that moment was asking him to come into that. Um, so I guess my encouragement is just like a lot of you did very bravely this morning, um, opening up to him and, and going to the areas that seem hardest because I really believe he has freedom and certainly that's been manifesting in my life and it is a process. Um, but absolutely that, that there's a shift that happened for me getting prayer for that and all that. So in your story in particular is that you, um, it's not like you were healed overnight dramatically, but it was a, a process into healing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things I kind of said to Darren earlier this week and wanting to share was, um, you know, for those who are, have, have had experiences and those who are maybe more skeptical um, or wondering what it's all about, regardless of where you're at, yeah, just to say I've had experiences in the past where I think I expected it just to be easy after that and expected God just to do it for me, and that wasn't how it worked, and that led to a lot of disappointment and difficulty, I think, in my relationship with God. So, yeah, it's been a process, and it is really about the relationship. So, Thank you so much. Let's, let's give it a round. I want some eruption of, of praise and cheers. Yeah. <clears throat> that is such a good story. It's that some of us have experienced healing, and it's been dramatic, and it's just overnight. And then other, others of us have experienced God come in, but it's not fully there. But it's like these glimpses of God beginning a process of healing, and that's such an encouragement. Thank you for sharing. All right. Come center. What's your name? Lauren. Okay. Um, hi. So, um my encounter with God was through the Holy Spirit, and I just, my life growing up was really not a very good life. I was probably the only seven-year-old with a key to my house and not anyone really caring. So um, by the time I was 17 or 16, I am, um, actually, no, 17, um, I was pretty, living a pretty destructive life, and I was numb, and I had anxiety and panic attacks and depression, and I didn't know what to do, and I ended up opening up a Bible, and I saw the verse, seek and you shall, you shall find. And I was instantly filled with the Spirit, and I was instantly wiped away from my depression and my anxiety and my fears, and I just continued to grow in that. And um, so it's just been like a really life-changing experience to allow God into my life, and he's given me so many gifts every time I say yes. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. Emma, hey. Hello. So, um, what's your name? I'm Emma. Hi. So, God really used the past weekend to affirm who I am in Him. I 
for like the past couple of weeks just kind of asking like why am I here what am I doing I don't I just kind of feel like a bump on the log not doing anything and he God just really spoke and affirmed me in like gifts of encouragement gifts of healing and just showing me that I'm here for a reason I'm not just floating around and also I've since let's see 2006 I've been aware that I have slight curvature in my spine and that makes it really hard to sit, really hard to stand for a long time. And on top of having flat feet, it just is really miserable. And I wake up every day with a sore back, but God healed my back and I haven't had back problems in like a week. So praise God. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Emma. So you got prayer when, did somebody have a word on Saturday for about, okay. Heal it. So there was a time when someone had a word about something in the back, a problem, and she got prayer and God healed it for her. So that's pretty cool. Is that cool? <laughs> hey, Danny. Hey. Hi, my name is Danny Sanchez. Um, my testimony is just about how God never gives up on us. And um, many years ago, me and my wife got married, and we got to know God, and we started going to church and everything, and uh, we ended up walking away from him. And yeah, just to show that God never lets go of us, he um, he held on to us all during the whole time. And here we're, we're separated, and then we got divorced, and we've been we're separated for 15 years. And um, God ended up pulling us back. And ever since then, we've been giving our lives back to God, and we've been back 15 years. And I just want to say that, you know, right now we're going through hard times. And, you know, my wife's been ill for the last three or four years, but um, he's pulled us through. He's introduced us to John and his wife, Lydia, and and he has his back here again. And I just want to say that he's the most gratefulest God that I've ever known and that I uh, <laughs> never give up. Never give up. Amen, Danny. Thank you so much. Wow. Man, thank you for that. What's going on, brother? What's your name? Um, Alex. Yeah, I know. I got your email. I know, I know who you are. They don't know it necessarily. This is Alex, everyone. Sent me a long email. No, let's tell, I want to hear, hear your story. So why don't you um, give us your story? Uh, first, thank you, Stephen, for introducing me to the garden. This is, this is a beautiful place, and I love it. Um, I love the garden. Um, well, I'll make a long story short. Um, these past couple of weeks, something um, has been really tough on me. Um, since, since I accepted God in August, my, my, my walk has been tremendously uphill. And then recently, it's, it's just dropped. It's just dropped because um, I was in a serious relationship and um, with a woman, well, my ex now, um, she, she had breast cancer. And then we, we've been working with God through her breast cancer. And then, you know, we just, she decided that she, she, she doesn't love me that way anymore. So it's been really tough. And then work got really tough. And then um, Friday afternoon, um, after work, I just felt compelled to, to say that I need to talk to God today. It's not Sunday, but I need to talk to God somehow. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I, I was like, Stephen, tell me about the garden. So I Googled the garden and then saw the Holy Spirit conference, and then I text Stephen, Stephen, and he's like, come, bro. I'm like, all right, I'm coming. So um, I showed up, and um, I showed up physically, but – sorry, it's long. Um, I, I showed up physically, but um, emotionally and mentally, I was not there at all. Um, I showed up, and I sat in the back. Um, I made myself like a shadow to everybody, and Stephen saw me. And John, John, 
John introduced himself to me. He's like, hey, how's it going? And my name is John. I'm like, oh, hi, my name is Alex. I'm shy. Um, <laughs> and Steven showed up, and Steven brought me to the front. Um, so we sat in the front, and um, I remember um, we were talking about how, uh, how John was that resemblance of God for you, how, how he always appeared in a way and gave you the perfect words. Sorry, I'm backing up. <laughs> the mic's terrifying. Um, but um, I remember you saying that, and since my walk with God, I've, I've had this amazing person in my life, um, Johnny from Rock Harbor, who's, who, who appears all the time when I needed God somehow. He appeared all the time. And at the end of the service, um, John asked, if, if you feel like you're this person that needs God right now or, or he's feel like he's guiding you, please stand up. And I, I stood that there. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. But I actually got up, put my hands up, you know, did all that stuff. And um, someone was praying for me. But at the same time, I, was, I just didn't feel God at all. I said to myself, so God, I want you to come to me, but I don't want to make any effort towards you. I just want to stand here, and I want you to do all your work. And after 30 minutes of standing up there, I got a little tired. <laughs> and, um, and I turned around. I was like, I'm done. I, I don't feel God at all. It's not the time. And I turned around, and you know, I see this nice man praying for me. I was like, I don't want him to feel bad, so I'm going to come back and pray again. So, um... <laughs> So anyways, after I did that, after I did that, about 10 minutes later, everything went black. Everything went black. Everything was quiet. Everything was silent. All I felt was myself in the pitch black darkness. And I finally made it to God. I said, emotional. I said, God, I am hurting so much right now, and I am so lost, and I need you so bad in my life because I don't feel you anymore. And, um... And I said, please show me a sign that you are with me right now. And he didn't show up. So I put my arms down and um, I said, thank you to the nice man that was praying for me. And I sat down. And as soon as I sat down and looked up, and right there, my pastor from Rock Harbor, Johnny, was standing right in front of me praying for somebody. And I just wept in tears. um, Because, again, God has shown shown himself to me through through this man and his wife and through my friend that I met in Rock Harbor that's brought me here now. And um and then I drove home that night and um making it making it fast, sorry, sorry. <laughs> making it fast. Um, I drove home that night and I, I, I understood what God was telling me. God was God was telling me, Alex, I've I laid on this cross and I've died for everyone. You can at least love your ex girlfriend for who she is as your best friend and be with her through her struggle. And I was like, thank you, God, you're so smart. And um, <laughs> okay, I'm fishing up. Saturday morning, I, Saturday morning, I showed back up in service. I could only stay to 12 because I had work. And the whole day, I felt the Holy Spirit. I was shaking, trembling the whole, the whole service. I, I was looking at the guy behind me. He looked like he was nervous because this guy's like sitting behind him, shaking the whole time. And um, I was so compelled. And I got in my truck, and I drove to work, and I spoke tongues. I was speaking in tongues. And I was denying it the whole time. And I even texted Steven, like, Steven, something's going on with me. I'm, I'm tripping out, bro. <laughs> um, and then um, I walked upstairs. And I remember John talking about the healing power. I walked upstairs to, to where I work with. I work with at-risk kids. And there's this kid who's a satanic believer. He loves Satan and all that stuff. And I walked past him. And I saw some, I, I just saw pain in his face. And I said, I think you're hurting somehow. And I think you're hurting somehow. And he said, and he just admitted everything. He's like, yes, Sergeant, I'm hurting. My mom and dad's fighting at home. And I just told him, God's with you. God loves you. And he just started pouring tears. And since then, him and I have been talking every day 
about God. And I told him that today I'm going to mention you to everybody in church because, because you're beautiful and we love you and God loves you and all that stuff. But yeah, um, I just want to share my story because I think, I think God's telling me to do this. I think God's powering me right now. And I think that if you want to hear more, just ask. And I, and I just want to, I want to hear more from everybody too because God's this crazy dude, you know. Amen, yeah. Wow. Thank you, Alex. That is a great, great story. Thank you for sharing, Alex. I know that's hard. I know it's scary to be up in front of people and share these things that you don't fully understand. But you're you're a prime example of God filling you, loving you, and then you just giving it away. That's what it's for. And I think in Revelation it says, the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. And that's exactly what that is. You just gave us all a word. Thank you for sharing that. Zach, come here, buddy. Everyone, this is Zach. All right, so tell us your story. All right, um, try to keep it short and brief. So a lot of stuff happened over the weekend for that, the Holy Spirit conference. Um, I'm going to bring up Stephen again. He, uh, if you haven't got prayer from Stephen, this guy's rad. He, uh, yeah. He's not that good, actually. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's just lucky. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Stephen. You're awesome. You're awesome. Thank you. So he comes up. We're, you know, John calls us up to, for prayer, and so I'm asking for prayer. And, or I'm, I'm standing there worshiping, and, and I feel that these hands come on me, big hands. And, uh, and he just, he doesn't, he, all he says is, Lord, thank you. He just starts praising God, thanking him, thanking him. And then he says, Lord, bring, give, this, give him joy. As soon as he said that, I felt a smile crack on my face. And then, and then all of a sudden, I was a giddy little girl. I start laughing. And, and I never, like, when I encounter God, it's usually very somber, very melancholy, very subdued. And it's, but this was, like, just, we were la- He was laughing, too. We were laughing. And just, it was, yeah, it was very warm. It was, it was good. So that was the kickoff. And then I was, I was greedy for more prayer. I wanted more. And so I stayed. And, and then uh, the speaker, John Peters, comes up. And he nails me. He's, he comes up and he's just, he, he starts saying this stuff like, uh, oh, wow, this, you're a risk taker. You're in isolation. You need, you need encouragement. Um, be in this body and tell me about your marriage. Marriage is, is, is a gift. And, and so all that stuff really resonated with me. I mean, I'm, I, my job, I'm totally isolated in my, in my car all day long. The body, we're, my wife and I are, are, are fairly new here. We've been here for three months and, and uh, we have the warmth that you guys have given, the love that we've received has just been overwhelming. And so it was really cool to, to hear that confirmation from him. Um, uh, and another cool thing is I've had prayer three times from, from different um, prophetic people. And every time God is, God is intentional in telling me he's proud of me in spite of my sin. So that, not that I'm like great or anything. I'm a sinner, right? I'm blowing it. But yet God still says he's, he's proud of me. And that's happened three times. So that was just cool to have that encouragement. Do you have anything on that one? Do you want to finish that story? Do you want? That's good. I think this is a great just, uh, hold on. I'm not done with Zach, so don't applaud yet. Um, it's a great story to hear how, how um, ordinary people like Stephen can use, and, and like me or like John, like all of us, we're all just ordinary, but God will use us when we're willing to be obedient, to speak truth, to speak words, to just say things like joy that just cause this kind of core hitting deep centeredness that just bubbles up laughter and it brings a sense of healing, a sense of, of delight and just God's presence. And that's, that's all that happens. It's completely ordinary. And that's what we're supposed to do with each other. And I, what I love is First Corinthians talks about the gifts are for building up the body. 
And so when we encourage each other, when we comfort one another in prayer, that's all we're doing. It's just straight biblical, you know? So it's pretty cool. But you also had something interesting. You got really pumped after that experience on the weekend, and then you, you took it outside, right? You, just, you were like, I'm going to go. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to follow. Can you tell me that story of, of what happened in Seal Beach when you uh, took Jesus to the streets? Yes. So um, <laughs> this is embarrassing, but we're, we're doing it. I'm going to preface real quick. So Sunday, Stephen again prayed over me, and, um, and he said, he said um, you've, got, you've got discernment. You've got words of knowledge um, on you. And so I accepted that. I've, I've kind of, I, I kind of knew that before, but he confirmed that in me. So it's like, all right, let's do this. And so I'm, I'm, on, a, I'm on, on a run in, in, on the sand and in the beach, and I'm running, and, and I pass this guy sitting. He's sitting there, and his kind of head's hunched over. He's, he's just sitting there by himself. And I see him, and I girlfriend just broke up with him it's like whoa like all right well, i'm not gonna say anything so i just keep running I was like, oh that's not so i keep going and so seals is bordered by two jetties so i get to the, the north jetty turn around so i'm praying i was like, oh, lord all right if he's there i'll i'll say something i'll and so i'm like don't let him be there and so then i get there and i see him walking away so i'm like okay i'm kind of off the hook he's leaving i can't i'm not gonna chase him so so he's going and then I see him turn like he he does a full turns back around and then sits kind of like like open like he I was like that's the Lord like okay great and um so I was like okay so I go up and run up to him shirtless sweaty and sit down with him just me and him and and sit down and start small talk with him hey how's it going and uh yeah So, so then I say, you know, kind of, oh yeah, I'm visiting, cool. And he's like fully weirded out. And then I'm like, all right, man, this might sound weird, but hey, did your girlfriend just break up with you? And he looks at me, he's all, no, nah, man, uh, I gotta go. And he fully leaves. <laughs> right. Well, so okay. <laughs> fully blew it. Fully blew it. The, the story gets a little better, even. So, so. Obviously, this guy is, you know, he thinks I'm, you know, picking up on him. So, so we, Darren and I are for a walk yesterday on the beach, or not on the beach, but we're on the sidewalk. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Time's up. All right, next one. <laughs> so, we're sipping our coffee, and, and guess who walks in front of us? We pass him on the sidewalk. This guy, he's there, and, and, and I see him, he sees me, he's all, he's like, oh, no. Like, I fully see him, like, drop his head, and I see him, I was all, no. And then, and so we go by him, and I know, I just know he's like, great, look at the sucker, you just nailed with the line saying, hey, got a girlfriend you just broke up with? And Oh, dude, thank you, Zach, that is a great story. Hey, let's give him an applause, here's the thing, yeah. Zach, he didn't want to share that last story, I said, you have to share that story. Because here's why. If we're not willing to risk failure, we're not being obedient, right? And sometimes, in my experience, a lot of the time, I'll have something and I'll say it, and it's completely off. But you know what? There's been times where it's been on, and God uses those moments to really speak to people's hearts. And thank you, Zach, for being willing to risk that and share it with us. And uh, that's a great story you'll have to share with people later on. So, okay, this will be it for testimonies. And so we got to speed these ones up. Um, you guys enjoying this? This is fun, right? This is good. Okay, hello. What's your name? Jennifer. Jennifer, what's your story? 
my story is first I want to start off that I've always been with God. No matter what, he's always with us. No matter if we're not fully committed, he's always there with us and always watching us. So as the gentleman was um, saying earlier, the guy that was singing, um, you know, that you're aware that he's there, but you're not ready to fully commit yourself to him. And my journey began coming here. And I want to thank Lalo in front of everyone because he's the one that brought me here. And I'm going to get emotional. I'm sorry. But, and I hope this encourages everyone else as well who is not really committed to God yet. And I pray that you someday will just fully give yourself because there's no greater feeling than just giving yourself completely to God. So my journey began coming here a couple months ago. And every time that I came to church, every single word that was coming out of Darren or the other gentleman, Phil, every single word that was coming out of their mouth, and I'm shaking, was for me. I don't know if it was for anyone else, but I hope and pray that it was. But for me at that time, it was. And I'm just so grateful for being able to come to a church and be as a family and share some unity and some community together. Because I'm 24 years old. And like I said, I've always believed in God, but not fully committed myself but I've always been by myself. I've tried churches, but it never really seemed to fit my life. And this church definitely fits me. And I'm very glad to be a part of it. And I'm shaking. There's a reason why I'm shaking. And I'm going to tell you now is that because I have begun my journey with God. And he has spoken to me. And the reason that I'm shaking here is because I've seen this. This vision here, what's going on right now me standing here and telling you guys my story. So amazing how he works. It's true love, everlasting love, and just so thankful. And for John, too, when he came over, it's just every word was for me. And I hope it was for everyone else as well. So... I mean, I've definitely have experienced God for the last couple of weeks. I've committed to God. I've I've given myself to him. Um, I pray that he fills me up with his warmth, his love, his embrace, everything that he has to offer and use me in the city and to anyone who needs words of encouragement or just a friendly touch or whatever the case may be. So... Jennifer, thank you for your story. Yeah, let's give her a round of applause. Thank you for your encouragement. That's, that's great. All right, Jim. Hey. Uh, I was uh, greatly blessed by um, the Holy Spirit Conference. Uh, uh, John uh, helped open me up to some of the gifts that uh, God has given me. I've had the gift of tongues for many years. That's one of the gifts I actually asked God not to give me because it was kind of... It's a strange gift, and uh, but I haven't been able to use it publicly because of um, just the churches I've been involved with, great churches, but um, I was really blessed that, that uh, he led us gently into a place where we could use our gifts in a, in a biblical way, so that was really a tremendous blessing for me. But the, um, the morning before I went, I, I felt I had an impression of uh, 
an orchestra, and I shared this, I was able to share this, an orchestra with um, people have been given gifts like the violin and different instruments and that we needed to play them and that when we did play our gifts that beautiful music as a body would rise up and I felt like God had given me that vision but and then John was uh, opened it up so we could share these these things and so um, it was a time of risk-taking for me and uh, and then the last thing that happened is I, I went down and sat down I felt like God put on my heart um, he wanted to uh, heal somebody of, uh, of abortion and I didn't w want to share that I was very uncomfortable but I felt the conviction of the spirit on me and I felt like um, after lunch I had to share it so I, I shared it and I, I'm praying that, that God uh, did his work so I'm, I was totally blessed that um, uh, I was able to take out, take some risks and, and I felt such peace and joy and um, an amazing uh, presence of God so Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Praise God. <laughs> so cool. Okay, two more. Hey. I'm Heather. <clears throat> okay, testimony. This will be fun. Um, I've always had a hard time seeing God as my father. It's, um, I grew up in a really abusive home and um, drugs. My dad's Italian mafia. Not cool. But um, so just seeing him as a comforter god and consistent was extremely hard because i've never seen that before and i've only seen abuse and i've only seen the bad things of a dad and it scared the crap out of me for me to be able to see god as a father and no one in my family saved i was the first person ever to go to church in the history of my family um so i was at church i went to church randomly when I was 19 um, and felt the love of God for the first time at that service and I found myself like huddling up in the corner of my room just crying out to something that I called or I was supposed to call a father it didn't make any sense at all so um, just the more you learn about God and learn about his word and just experience the love of a father and what it's supposed to be like and all that crappy stuff that we experience in real life and then God coming down fully touching us and being able to show us his consistency and his love and that even you know when you don't feel him around it's about knowing and I found myself so many times being like God hold on hold on to me just hold on and crying in his arms and him being able to embrace me as a father would thank you that is such a good story true testimony <clears throat> I, I felt that earlier today. That's a strong testimony that some of us haven't really embraced the, the love that God has for us. So I just want to put that out there again. Just continually re be reminded of that song, that he loves you, that the banner's over you. That is such a powerful word. Thank you for sharing. All right, John. Okay, thank you. Quick one. Quick one. Uh, this is Wednesday before the Holy Spirit Conference. My wife and I were over at Darren Alex's with John and Chris. Uh, they asked us if they could pray for us. We said yes. Um, I'm standing there uh, being prayed for, and Chris has a word for me. And he says, John, I have a picture of you on a little league field. You're playing baseball, and you're wondering where your father is. And immediately, I hit the ground. Um, I started moaning, um, groaning, wailing. My soul was wailing. It was just a, an experience that I can't even um, 
I can't even describe to you. We had neighbors from downstairs come up thinking there was a fight going on upstairs. Um, anyways, I'm, I'm sitting there. What is going on? My wife is freaking out. She's crying. She's like, this is ridiculous. Why is John doing this? And John Peters is just like, don't worry. This is all completely normal. And, um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> exactly. And uh, With a British accent, though, that was good. Yeah, yeah. cheerio. And um, hey, I, I'm sitting there on the ground, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? I, I, I didn't black out. I was completely aware of what was going on. Um, and all of a sudden, I was given the gift of tongues. I've never spoken them before. I um, almost never really wanted to. Um, I think what you talked about is this whole idea that, wow, these are really cool stories in the Bible, but how are we going to experience these here and now? I had no other response but this gift. Um, it was just a cadence of love. It was a cadence of forgiveness. Um, a little backstory, maybe just real quick. I, uh, my dad left me when I was 13, basically said I, couldn't, I can't be your father anymore. Um, and also one memory that I have when, I'm a chi- when, I, was, when I was a child was um, playing for my little league team. And that this, this, this uh, beautiful thing that I had with my dad while I was in this little league team was now like torn away, and that's why that word was so powerful. Anyways, I was healed. Um, I, you know, I, was t- I was realizing this on Saturday when I told this testimony, um, but I, I'm, I can't talk about my dad um, because I just start crying. I just start, like, it's a really emotional thing. And uh, I'm not crying. I'm not, I'm not hurt anymore. Um, I've been healed. And it's only by the power of the Holy Spirit that that happened. Thank you, Joan. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it is, it is so cool to hear how God um, just uses our stories to minister to each other. That we, um, John's story, I mean, just God has done some amazing inner healing in him. And, and his wife has experienced some healing and some great things. It's been amazing. And I know there's more stories. So please feel free to email me, share those stories. This is a great opportunity for us, isn't it? Just to share what's going on in our hearts and our lives. I did have a small message uh, prepared, but we're, we're not going to have time. So um, what I'll have Bill do is just kick it out of the ballpark next week. So, um, so that's on you, Bill. <laughs> no pressure with the Grand Prix going on out here. So everyone um, be prepared for that. But why don't we stand? We'll sing one song together. And uh, what I want just to reiterate with the stories is that when you hear about the effects of God, the focus isn't the effects. The focus is that He is, in fact, Lord. And that all, of His, all the stories we have, all the testimonies, they always point to glorify God. It's not that Stephen's just, just this great prayer warrior, although he is, but he's just a normal guy that God uses because he's willing to say things in obedience. And all of us have that capacity to be used. All of us have the ability to listen to the Spirit, to be moved and empowered by the Spirit, to minister to one another. The glory goes to God, not to us. Amen? All right, guys, let's sing a song, and then we'll go on our way, all right? Give us a good one, Pete. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear other messages from the Garden, or if you would like to find out more about the Garden Church, check out our website at thegardenlb.org.